Hi everybody, welcome to Petrova podcast and today we're talking about feminism versus radical feminism. So what does radical mean? I would like to start with that definition. Radical, something that is extremist, far-reaching or far away from the derivative beliefs. It can be used of opinions and actions that are far beyond the norm or beyond reasonable limits. Now let's look at the definition of feminism. Feminism, a belief in the political, economic and cultural equality of women with men. I believe if you're a rational human being, you are a feminist. Now hear me out. It's a simple history class, a simple history lesson why feminism started, why feminism exists and why it is important to keep pushing it because for hundreds if not thousands of years we've been living in a highly patriarchic world, male-dominated world because women were considered in majority cultures human of a second sort. Now, just because something was normal in the past does not mean it is normal in general. Because in the past, you called own people, there were slaves, it was normal to just kill someone um, because they offended you. Now, we as humanity, we're evolving, we're becoming more rational, we're defining morale and... With that, with the world as a general changing, also feminism has appeared. To clarify, in the past, a human of a second sort was a normal thing, you know? Like, you could, you could own someone. Um, if you're below certain social class, you are like nothing, you're not human. It was normal in general, so with that, naturally, women were affected. For example... A lot of great writers and authors um, that were women will take male names and such as J.K. Rowling to even be noticed in the market. And the reason we need feminism is because things cannot change so fast. The roots are really deep of that patriarchic system that that system is still prevalent to this day but it is changing but because the roots are so deep things cannot just change in 50 years less than a century ago women couldn't even vote in america in the west couldn't even women couldn't even have education women couldn't work vote they had no place in the political area and now Things are way better, way different, but it's still very recent. That's why when I see the opposition's argument, oh, why do we need feminism? Things are already better now. No, they are still changing. It is still work in progress. And if we drop feminism now, things can get back to the way they are before. There is a risk that if we don't keep pushing things might shatter and get back to the way to the to the way it was before feminism is a natural rational way of thinking because why wouldn't you want same rights legal 
work-related, political-related rights for men and women. That's basic human rights, right? Now, radical feminism is something different. Radical feminism is considered something more extreme. Radical feminism is more harsh uh, perspective on feminism. You know, when things are radical, you just take the initial idea and view it in a more extreme way. I think a good example will be radical Islam that damaged the image of Middle East. And I think because of that, Middle East is very misunderstood and things that are radical usually get more media coverage. Of course, because things that are extreme ignite more emotions in humans, more anger, disagreement, confusion. So these things usually get more media coverage and that is how radical Islam damaged in the beginning of 2000s the idea of Islam which is now changing and Islam is actually, I believe, the fastest growing religion at the moment. Same with feminism, right? The radical feminism does get a lot of media coverage because it's this group of women that hate men and think all men are oppressors and with such extreme opinion comes the opposite extreme opinion toxic masculinity so then now it forms the opposite it's like you know how balance works it attracts the opposite opinion when what is the opposite of radical feminism is toxic masculinity and we could see the rise of toxic masculinity in the 21st century i guess with andrew tate and I believe that is why it's so important to differentiate feminism from radical feminism, um, let's say Islam from radical Islam, because we brought it as an example. It confuses a lot of people and it confuses a lot of youth which will be taking over the world and will be ruling the world after my generation, I mean the Gen Z. So to be more specific, radical feminism is a philosophy that seeks to remove the patriarchy right now, like, and, and to remove gender roles that patriarchy has developed. Their belief is based on the fact that the whole structure of society needs to change 180 degrees which explains the name radical in it, right? Because things that are radical are named that way for a reason, because it's an idea that takes it to a certain extreme, a little bit not realistic, perhaps, right? A little bit too, too specific, maybe. Um, and let me tell you something, I want to use words carefully for such topics because I know the type of woman who become radical feminist. I'm going to tell you who. It's the woman who get mistreated and disrespected by men a lot, 
who had a horrible experience with men who were raped by men, usually harassed and traumatized by men. And now they form this perspective on men in general. They put all men under one umbrella or whatnot. Which, you know, we can all agree why and we can all see and understand why they are that way because, you know, men, even men will agree with me that a lot of men that's out there is really sick in the head. So basically, radical feminism calls for a radical reordering of society in which any male supremacy is eliminated in all social and economic contexts. And again, the reason it's called radical because it is kind of hard to do so. You can't just, you know, change things 180 degrees. It's gonna create chaos. So feminism calls for more natural reordering of things, I guess. More like through making laws, through calling for equal pay, equal rights, um... And I just see a lot of women, you know, I I watch different interviews of different women that I just look upon to maybe or just interested in in general and would like to hear their opinion. And I notice they say, oh, I'm not a feminist. I'm not a feminist. Because people are scared to call themselves feminist now because of the rise of extreme or radical feminists because now they put everything under one umbrella and again because radical feminism gets more media attention people now think that feminism is radical feminism it is not basically radical feminism usually using harsh words is hating men in a way but again because i just empathize with women who who considering themselves part of radical movements, radical feminism, because I know that men have done horrible things to them. So that's why I want to use words carefully here so that I don't offend anyone. But yes, harshly saying radical feminism is where women just hate men. And that's why a lot of like general population scared to call themselves feminist or men, when they hear that a woman is feminist, they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you hate men, okay, pay for the bill, okay, I'm not gonna give you money in the relationship, you know, like, they just start to get feisty and defensive, because, but they don't realize what is actual definition of feminism. And I see also the gender roles, things, how it has developed because we come from a highly patriarchal society where women couldn't work, women couldn't earn money, women couldn't vote. And it wasn't that long time ago. And now we are just used generationally. Behavior passes down from generation to generation. And now, women, behaviorally, we are used to the fact that men pay for us, that men do everything for us, that because that's how it was for hundreds of years for our ancestors, even for our mothers. Like, 
you know, maybe the opposition argument in here will be, well, that's how it was long, long time ago. No, it wasn't that long time ago. Literally, my grandma never fucking worked, stayed at home and has 10 babies. And all she would do is clean around the house and the man will be the one earning the money. Literally, my grandma basically didn't have education. And that is the case for majority of the young girls right now. Their grandmas, grand-grandmas at least, experience the patriarchic world. And that behavior doesn't just get erased, that perspective, that culture. You know how how mentality works, how mentality passes down from your parents to you and then you pass it down to your kids. That is why women now kind of get offended or like shocked when men don't pay for them for the dinner or don't or when men are not willing to go and work so that their woman can retire. Also, please consider that I do come from different parts of the world. I know that a lot of my listeners are uh, American or uh, from the West. And back home, men themselves want to pay for men. You know, men will not let women pay uh, a lot of times, like even if it's just your friend. So that's why it's important to study history because if you understand the world that we used to live in before, it's going to explain a lot of things that is happening now that is now the result of the world that we used to live in before. Men are walking and are surprised why they have to pay for everything, why they are forced by society to be earning money. That's because... Men created the world where they dominate all the industries, where they only they can earn money, only they can rule countries. And now that the world is changing, they are like, oh, what? No, why? Just shut the fuck up and pay. Because your kind, there you could say, your kind was literally oppressing my kind for hundreds and thousands of years. So yeah, bitch, study history, look back and you will understand why you and your gender is more um, pressed and expected by society to be earning money to pay for the woman, blah, blah, blah. This is the gender roles that men created that now men are complaining about. You know, make it make sense. And the reason I say that we need to keep pushing feminism, we need to say to the world that radical feminism is an extremist idea of feminism, which feminism initially is not an extreme idea. It's a basic human rights idea. And the reason we need to keep pushing feminism because in a lot of parts of the world, things are still very, very bad. In the West, it's good, you know? In the West, it's not as bad as it could be. There is still room for progress, always. I was literally at the Women in STEM platform uh, sponsored by Microsoft. It was at my university. And there was women who work at Microsoft as guest speakers. And they said, and they were not old, they were like 30 years old. And they said that when they were just starting, there was basically no woman. 
and they say that things are much better now and this is america imagine how it is in the other parts of the world where i come from domestic violence is not punished by law so basically if your man beats beats you almost kills you at home breaks your arm whatever you go to the police and you say see my man is beating me he is abusing me physically they're gonna say well that's your personal conflicts he didn't kill you right okay deal with it why are you coming to us and the reason this is so absurd because men are clearly physically stronger than women so you think it is fair you know it's, it's the same way if i go right now and beat a girl who's 12 years old me as a 21 year old obviously i'm 10 times stronger than her is that a fair fight is that fair you think if she goes to the police right now and says hey a grown-ass woman just beat me i have bruises I think something is broken, some bone is broken, and they're gonna say, well, that's your personal issue, she didn't kill you, right? You think that's okay? No, it's not. One of the ways to keep a peaceful society, one of the main ways to keep a peaceful and safe society, right? That's why we have laws, so people just don't kill each other. Because that's how it used to be before. We evolved as a humanity, we have created civilization and we live in a world with rational people and we have to keep that rationality. And to keep that rationality, one of the things that has to be checked is domestic violence has to be punishable by law. Because when you have something that you can abuse, people tend to abuse it. So where I come from, and I know people, and I have people in my family who their men will come home drunk as fuck and beat their ass and then they will go to the police and they will just get fined literally $100. They will just get fined $100 and that's it. They would live, they would keep on living. Nothing would, would happen to them. And millions of women die every year in a lot of countries in my part of the world because this law is not punishable. This thing is not punishable. Domestic violence is not punishable by law. The reason I bring this up to show that feminism has to keep pushing because it can be overthrown by toxic masculinity. Because apparently now everyone thinks if you're a feminist, you're an extreme feminist. Which I think one of the reasons toxic masculinity has risen, has risen, however the fuck you say it, because media would cover only radical feminists. Or media will give more attention to radical feminists because it just happens so the way data is data works the way you know things that go viral works is that the algorithm calculates whatever makes you feel more anger and sadness and these strong emotions would be understood huh so this this is how algorithm works like i study it and data the algorithm knows that humans feel that humans look 
at things longer and engage with content longer that ignites anger in them and sadness and confusion, disagreement. Literally, algorithm understands that. So naturally, it will give attention more to things that ignite in you these emotions. This is obviously already another topic, but you know what type of message I'm trying to convey here. And in my part of the world, they say there is a difference between USA or the Western feminism versus feminism in the Eastern part of the world, because in the Eastern part of the world, things just on the different stage of development in terms of feminism because a lot of things are still traditional you could say so what happens is that women they work yeah basically to feed family like a lot of women work it's not like they can't work they can work and women they do work they work but they also clean the house they also cook and take care of the kids but men they only work they come home and they sit on their phone, play their video games, and they are grown as men. And they will not cook, they will not clean, they will not take care of the house because they think it's not a man thing to do. They think it's not for men that only women have to cook and clean. And that leaves women with so much work, stress, and depression. And a lot of women they engage in business now they do business in my part of the world women are thriving with business but they still cannot get in a lot of industries because they are so male dominated for example my dad he is in construction business and i say to him see like i can do business right to my dad let me learn about construction so that i can take over the company if something and he's like no it's not for women it's not a woman business to do and he's not wrong because that that industry is highly male dominated he does business only with men and the way they do business is very aggressive they drink vodka I mean, harshly saying, they're gonna drink vodka to sign the contract together type of thing. They're gonna threaten each other to kill each other type of thing. Obviously, I'm a little bit exaggerating, but you know what I'm trying to say. So that's why I'm saying things take time. It's gonna take time, but it will get there if we keep pushing. And we keep saying to people, what is feminism? And what is radical feminism? There is a difference because it's just create, creating so much confusion and it might get into a scary place if the general population doesn't realize what is what. And in my part of the world, I, I, feel, I feel this culture that women, they believe they cannot do business. I literally saw it with my own eyes. They believe that they are less than men, that they are not capable of it. But once they try it, they do it so much better than men. Like, honestly, like, please don't take it as men hating or something. But honestly, I'm saying this almost like to push women to do business, to do things like that, because we have a certain mindset that is different. I don't deny the fact that men and women, generally speaking, 
have a little bit different biology, that is obvious. It doesn't make us totally different. We are very similar in the way we operate. We are both humans at the end of the day, but there is certain differences that make each of us unique. And with women, our mindset and mentality was made for innovation, creativity, and creating and maintaining community. Literally, these characteristics are so essential for running any type of business. And generally, by statistics, we are at a disadvantage just because we come from a highly patriarchic society. It was proven by scientists numerous times that upbringing and your education is literally the biggest factor on the type of person and the type of um, intelligence you have as you grow. For example, this chess player, very famous uh, mastermind, Chess player said that he will never play with a woman. I think this was during Soviet times. He will never play with a woman because women are not capable of intelligence or strategy, whatever. And one chess player, the other chess player heard that and he said, I'm going to prove you wrong. So he was training his daughters since the young age chess. And then one of his daughters beat that man who said that no, that that man who said that he will never play with any woman chess. That daughter beat that man when that man was literally a grown ass person, like in his fifties, and she was only a teenager, and she beat him. We are at disadvantage because, you know, men say, well, by statistics, more men work. That's why men earn more. More men have education because women don't want to study. No, because we come from a world where we couldn't have education. So we are just catching up. Okay. We are literally just catching up. I, I just don't understand how this is not basic, basic thinking, you know, how like it, this is not clear to people. Literally, a lot of women right now are the first or the second or the only the third in their family tree to have earned education from their woman line in the family tree. I can literally talk for hours about this, um, but I'm gonna finish this podcast here. I'm open for more conversation regarding this topic. Please shoot me a message, DM me, share this podcast. It's going to help me a lot to grow. I just started, as you know, this is like my third episode. And I hope you enjoyed this conversation. And I will see you in the next episode of Petrova Podcast.